0: and a leader in pelvic health. And we're gonna have some fun along the way. Join us as we rise together. We're Jesse and Nicole Cozine, founders of Pelvic Sanity Physical Therapy and the creators of the Pelvic PT Huddle. And this is Pelvic PT Rising.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pelvic PT Rising Podcast with Jesse and Nicole Cozine. Hey, Nicole. Hello. So we are talking in this episode about how to get shit done. And that is, I think, uh, something we can all use a little help with.
0: Yeah, man, especially me. So this is something that Jesse helped me with quite a bit and continues to help me with as I sometimes continue to fall off the wagon. I am the world's best procrastinator and the world's worst task switcher. (laughs) And so this is something that I think that as Jesse and I work together, as he was sort of observing my working habits, I was like more driving him absolutely nuts about how I was like, fulfilling a task.
1: (laughs) So yeah, those things aren't bad things to be as long as you don't Run your own business or two.
0: <laughs> so it was really frustrating because then when he, for him, because he would give me something to do and like we'd have each of our to-do lists and we'd be like, "All oh, great. Jesse's busting through his list. And then my list, would, I would get things done that weren't on the list, that weren't important, And then I wouldn't have anything done on the list and it would take me forever to do it. And he's like wondering what the heck, why is it taking so long? And all those things.
1: And you're saying, well, I was working the whole time. I was working
0: the whole time. So like, get off of me.
1: No, but (laughs) totally makes sense. Right. Right? But it's like, but we didn't. You feel like you are working the whole time. That's the whole thing about working inefficiently. I think people feel like they're working the whole time, but aren't accomplishing the things that are most important to them to accomplish.
0: Yeah. So seriously, I was getting like so mad. I was getting super mad at him. He was getting super mad at me. (laughs) And then I was finally like, okay, what would you have me do then? Right? Trying to get him all like, put your money where your mouth is, bitch. And then he was like, actually, here's a super helpful tool.
1: (laughs) I was like, okay, good job. And so this is actually where we start with a lot of our mentees is in some of this, you know, not even necessarily pelvic PT specific stuff, but just in some... Honestly like efficiency and being able to like get the stuff done that you want to which is really important when it comes to running a business and not feeling super overwhelmed or that you have to be doing something every single minute it really matters how you spend your time with some of this stuff. So, we're going to talk today a little bit about time blocking and batching and how to just be more efficient with some of your more important tasks. Yes. So <laughs> Yep, that's what we're going
0: to talk about. Go, Jess. <laughs>
1: So in terms of, of, if you know that you need this, when it's something like when you have time, you are gravitating towards something maybe that's not important, but it's that is easier or fun for you is a symptom of some of this. If you are starting something important, but you don't have time to complete it. And it feels like you're always just coming back to something you've been working on. Right, before. Or that's
0: like a lot of half finished projects. We have a lot of half finished projects and then you leave them and then you come back to them and you find that you're redoing that again. That's another thing that I used to do quite a bit.
1: Right, because you get into too much task switching, and every time you have to, your brain has to switch tasks, you lose momentum and energy with that. So totally. we're not meant to be able to immediately switch back and forth between things. And as business owners, that's a lot of what we're doing, especially if you are a practicing physical therapist. Because that's a whole nother challenge of going from patient care to administrative stuff to marketing stuff. Oh, then a patient calls. Now we got to talk to the patient on the phone. Now it's time to treat another patient. Yeah. And you might feel that's a lot of the reason a lot of people who are starting their own thing start feeling overwhelmed or frustrated, like they're not getting the stuff done that they want to get done.
0: And this is, you know, to that point, like, this is really where I feel like sometimes, especially at the beginning where I had a little bit more open things in my schedule where it would be like, oh, patient, then like a two hour break, it would be like, well, you had, I mean, if you added up all the hours in the day that I had, it was like two hours, sometimes three hours, but maybe it was two hours then I saw a patient, then I had a one hour, then I saw a patient. And that to me is not necessarily three hours of time that, you know, where you could have gotten a three hour task done. It was like, well, you know, then this person ran over and then the phone rang and then I had to answer this email and then I had to get those patient, that patient, their home exercise things and this resource that I said I was going to give to them. And now all of a sudden, that two hour time block turned into 40 minutes and then it's like i just get into something and my patient comes a little bit early and now it's like a huge cluster Um, i don't know if that sounds like any of you but i had a really hard time especially switching from clinician to doing other administrative type stuff
1: and we don't even have kids
0: yeah, like so that's got to be a whole
1: nother level of test switching. <laughs> test switching stuff. Like our biggest distractions around here are either our cats wanting attention or <laughs> like the Roomba, like trying to hump our cat tree, which it always <laughs> which gets actually stuck.
0: It just happened.
1: Yeah. It's that's like our biggest distraction here is like, Oh gosh, oh, there's some dolphins out the window and the Roomba's humping the thing. Which one do you want to deal with?
0: <laughs> yeah. But seriously, like, so there is a whole nother level of things that we have not yet experienced. But bottom line, though, is that this shit's hard, and it's not something that comes easy to a lot of people. But for some reason, I don't even know how you're so good at this. It comes easy to you.
1: What do you mean it comes easy to me? This is like the result of ten years of reading every <laughs> this is productivity like the overnight book. Overnight success. Yes, the overnight success <laughs> after ten years of thinking about my perfect daily plan, about thinking about. All this research on like what the brain does and doesn't do well. This is like, a but you lot do of
0: do stuff. a good job of like actually implementing your thing. He, Jesse's always trying out some new like list or some new thing, and now he's even developed his own little thing.
1: Oh yeah, I got it dialed in. So you guys are going to have to find out about that in our business mentoring stuff because we have some really cool tools that I am super excited about. But today, talking about. Time blocking and batching and time blocking is making sure it's exactly what it sounds like. It is actually blocking off a set of time and that doesn't have to be any specific time that you have, but to do a specific task. And that is batching when you are doing multiple batches, basically, of the task that you have to do. And it really enables you to focus in depth on one specific type of task. And it really allows you then to avoid the troubles of task switching, of going back and forth between your email and your Instagram. And now trying to get this call with this doctor in and then do a Zoom call with a patient. And all of that, there's a cognitive penalty for switching tasks that often. And you don't just seamlessly transition from one thing to another, which I think we intuitively feel for the most part yeah we
0: intuitively feel but then when you actually talked about it like a penalty and for some reason like that's what stuck with me like a cognitive penalty because I did notice that it was just like it does take me a while to like ramp up to something and once I get going it's like a really oh my mom used to have a an old BMW that was like this. It was like, it took forever to get up to cause it was like one of those older, like really nice sedans. So it took, it took a long time to get up and all of a sudden you'd look down at the, the speedometer and you're going like a hundred. So it's like, I feel like that's sort of what my ramp up was like. It was like, it took a lot for me to get started and then boom, I would be off to the races. But this is I was wasn't working for me when I had a task switch. So that cognitive penalty of like losing time every single time you have to ramp up into a new task was really something where I was like, "Oh shoot! I don't want to! I don't want to be getting like these cognitive penalties, penalties. anymore."
1: <laughs> and and we think that we can do simple things like this. I think this is the allure of our phones, which you know I don't want to blame everything on technology because we had distractions before technology, and it's not the phone's fault but the idea that you can like just switch over from doing something really mind consuming and then look at something on Instagram really quickly and then just flip back or or answer a quick email and then flip back and not lose your train of thought or where you're going and if you really examine what you're doing a lot of times you're just costing yourself time on whatever the important thing was that you're doing so The third thing about time blocking and batching is it allows you to prioritize the importance of tasks. And this is the problem with to-do lists, in my opinion, is you just end up with a whole list of stuff to do and you gravitate toward whatever is easiest or fun or that you feel competent in and not necessarily the thing that's going to give you the biggest bang for your buck or that's most important for you for that day.
0: Yeah, totally. And this is something that Jesse is really good at. And I don't know why you have this like weird thing about wanting to like do the least fun thing first. You re- you actually want to do that, which is like so weird to
1: This me. is the whole Mark Twain quote about um, eating a frog. He talks about eating a frog. Did I ever explain it like that? No. <laughs> he tells a story about how the first thing you should do every day is eat a frog live. Because then everything else seems easier after that.
0: Oh, God. That sounds like really bad.
1: But you're not going to forget it now because that imprints itself in your mind. But sometimes you just got to eat the frog first thing. Eat the frog.
0: Yeah, Jesse's really good about that. So, and I, (laughs) in my wonderful procrastinating fashion, want to leave all of the things that I'm either don't like or not good at... Till the very last minute, until the least, to the very last possible second that I have, <laughs> that I can do, that I can get away with doing it.
1: And so, I want to give you guys an example that we actually just did this afternoon. But Nicole, basically, with a little bit of help from me, but basically just Nicole, busted out eight Instagram posts, complete with pictures, ready to post, scheduled and ready to go. So completely now, totally Start to done. With. Had
0: zero things done to in an hour. Eight.
1: So each that's Instagram if you' if you're counting at home that's like every what seven and a half minutes busting that out. And so that's the kind of thing that we're talking about when when each one of those really could take half an hour to an hour and did take that and plus more when yeah, we were first starting off for sure and being able to now, whittle that down and basically get a good chunk of our Instagram posts for the rest of the year done.
0: Yeah. Or, or at least like a great backstop, right? Cause these are all things. Now there's a little bit of caveat to this, right? These are all things that aren't, you know, I, sometimes I try to do Instagram posts that are like relevant to something that I heard that day or, you know, a little bit more time sensitive type stuff, but these are all things that are sort of tenants to what I believe and things I've been talking about for a long time. And so you know, I already had part of this too, is that I already had a, a list of that in a notebook, right? So that I could just go to that and be like, boom, okay, how am I going to put that into an Instagram post and then done.
1: So here's how to actually accomplish this. Cause I think that that's really the important part. Right. But I just want to give you guys that example and, you know, cause we easily could have just done one or two of them and then been done.
0: Right. And even and then like
1: switched on to something else, yeah. or, you know, and it's like, okay, great. We got those done. Now it's on to something else. But no, you're in the mood for it. You're knocking it out. You've got, you know, your system down. And now you can get basically of this category of post. We're now done through most of January, actually.
0: Yeah. Which is so cool. Um,
1: with how that works. So the first thing to do is to actually block off the time. And that's the very first thing is on your actual schedule. Figure out what time you have to do some of this badging stuff.
0: And in this case, right, Jesse and I sat down at the beginning and this is just, we're filming this on a Saturday. So we had a couple of mentee business mentoring calls to do. And then we had figured out what we were going to do in each of the big spaces that we had. Right. We
1: had uh, about an hour between uh, two of our mentoring calls. So it's like, cool. Now this falls into making sure that this is uh, like a 1A under this, but blocking the time and then making sure that the time you're blocking is appropriate to the task that you want to do. And I think this is where a lot of public PTs get in trouble when you're running your own thing is trying to cram or being overly optimistic about what you can do between patients.
0: Yeah. Big time. I was like, oh, let me write this
1: long. We write a chapter of our book in the <laughs> 10 minutes between these two patients. It's like, no, no you know that write, you're like, going to go meals. over. With the patient a few minutes, knowing you, maybe more than a few minutes. You got to flip the room. I'm working on it. The phone's going to ring. The next person's going to walk in a few minutes early. All of a sudden, that 15 or 30 minutes you thought you had just evaporated. And you decided you were going to do like a whole Instagram post on that. It's like, oh, now you get halfway done. Now you have to save it. Now you have to go back. Wait, what the heck was I doing later? Now you're redoing stuff. And it's because the time that you're allotting is not appropriate for the task that you're doing. So we talk with our mentees a lot about having stuff that fills those short cracks and an email is a great example of this, right? You can go ahead and bust out two or three emails in those five minutes. That's great. It's a fantastic use of a short block of time. But to pretend that you're going to get something meaningful done, especially when you're talking task switching penalties, so you've now come out of a patient, you send them on their way, switch tasks, do all this, and then have to switch right back to patient mindset is is really challenging to do. And I think lends itself to frustration and frankly, burnout when you are feeling that way. Big time burnout. Uh, You're not accomplishing things in the time that you want.
0: Okay. So number one is blocking off the time and making sure that the allotted tasks that you're going to do... Or the lot of time that you're, you're blocking fits the task that you want to accomplish.
1: Number two is mise en place.
0: Jesse, what does that mean? I was like, oh my gosh, we are not speaking French in here.
1: Oh, oui, oui. We are speaking French. <laughs> Mademoiselle. So this means, it's a cooking term actually, and it means everything in its place. And so this is something that cooks do in any like big commercial kitchen or really, you know, anybody who's like a professional chef, but they... Make sure that everything in the kitchen is ready to go before they cook the meal. So they're not having to measure this thing or pour this thing. Everything is ready to rock and roll. They know they have all the ingredients. You know, if you're like me, when you're cooking and you get to the end, you're like, ah, shit, I needed noodles and an onion and a freaking marinara sauce. I got to go to the store again. (laughs) Um, And
0: our dinner was tasted like crap.
1: Right, because there's only five ingredients and I forgot four of them. But having everything in its place makes everything work and it makes everything more efficient and it makes it more fun. You feel more confident. You get more done. I'm not going to rhyme the rest of this podcast, but that was a good one. That was a little susian.
0: Good job, Jesse. So an example in this case, right, was that we already had a brainstorming folder for Instagram posts, right? So things like something comes to my mind I have like a, a little folder that's called ideas and such and I write down a bunch of of short ideas that I want to do an Instagram post on so I already had that and then we already had templates ready for these types of posts and we have I think in this case we had four or five different templates and so, and then we already had the we use a, a software called Later for scheduling out Instagram posts. We already had that all set up already. So, so this is another all those example. Are in place. Yeah. So this is another example of somewhere that you, you know, if I was gonna have to do that, oh, I mean, I meant to u- set up Later. Now I'm always, now I'm creating a username and a password and deciding which plan to do. Now you got to
1: create the whole the whole post from scratch. You don't have a template that works for everything and you don't even have the idea yet, so now you have to be in the mood to have the idea, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden that hour that we allotted for that would be completely taken up and we would not have gotten a single one finished.
0: No, totally. So again, so now, and if you work backwards now, some of your time blocking might be to brainstorm ideas, right? If you have you know, 30 minutes in between patients, you'll actually time block and schedule where it's going to be Instagram brainstorming and you're going to sit down and you're just going to bust out some stuff, you know, and then that will be one piece to this, to this puzzle.
1: Right. Create a couple of templates or have a designer create a couple of templates for you. And now that stuff's in place and ready to go. And now you can be so much more effective with what you're actually doing. And then the final thing is just to stick with it. Once you are committed to a time block, it's talking about eliminating distractions, the rings, dings, pings of your phone, making sure that you actually stick to, because I would tell you about 40 minutes into, you know, working on some of these, it was like, "Eh, do I really want to do this anymore? It's like, well, yeah, we need to bust three more out and knock this out here.
0: Yeah. And really finish the month or whatever we were doing. So it was, it ends up, but man, it feels like so good when you actually like do that. Like th- that's done. Like that's talk about something you can cross off your list now. Freaking rad. And it got me more ideas as I'm going so that now I can like go back to my ideas and thing and cross off those things and add some more ideas that I got from writing that. We did a couple of podcasts out of it. So it, it ends up being really helpful when you're like really busting on a topic like that.
1: Cool. So that is what we wanted to talk to you guys about, about how to do this batching, how to time block with that when you get really good and have control of your schedule, which can take a while. If you guys are first starting off, if you're doing your own thing, It can take a while to really feel like you have control of your schedule. So don't feel like you have to be perfect at this. To be honest, like Nicole and I really just got our schedules dialed in, really was post-COVID. Yeah before we you know which was four years into running public sanity and we really and we
0: had different iterations of this too i mean we would be like well okay this week i'm really going to try to do this and it was just like okay then we'd assess at the end of the week and be like gosh that went to shit really fast because of this problem right that's sort of how i did like a self-assessment i'm like i cannot schedule to do stuff in between patients like i just can't so of the So for me, I do emails, I answer DMs, I do things that are short like that that don't require a lot of thought. I just don't even try it anymore. It's so ridiculous. And patient
1: care is your time block. And you guys, so this is the thing that I think is interesting because we intuitively get this in the clinical setting where, yeah, you want to have like four patients back to back and be in that mindset and, and blow through it that way and not have these big gaps in your schedule. The same thing is true for anything you're doing on the marketing business admin side as well. Mm-hmm. Totally. So that is what we're talking about there. If you guys were interested in this, we are actually this is really cool. We haven't announced this yet, but we are First now time. accepting applications for twenty twenty one. If you want your twenty twenty one to be better than your twenty twenty. <laughs> Which I think almost do. Probably will be even if you don't mentor with us. So don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's not going to get we're any, well, fingers crossed. It's not getting any worse, but we are accepting applications for that. We've got some really cool new aspects of what we're doing there. Their um,
0: business mentoring
1: and, and coaching. Really excited about it. We've been working really hard and will be over the next couple months to get all of that rolled out and streamlined. So if you are interested in that, shoot Nicole a DM, email us at Nicole at Pelvic Sanity. If you just want some more information or to see if that is the right fit for you and for us, we want to make sure that that works for folks. But... Hope you guys enjoyed this conversation about efficiency, about batching and time blocking.
0: And I want to hear about it. I want you to either DM me or put it up in your stories, tag me on Instagram, and talk to me about how you are implementing your time batching this week.
1: Because Nicole wants to know she is not alone in struggling (laughs) with this. Yes, I know.
0: Help me. (laughs) Help. Struggle is real.
1: Perfect. So guys, as always, let us know. Talk to us. Keep this conversation going.
0: And let's continue to rise.